welcome to episode 310 of a Veg Crowd podcast. My name's Richard and I love to grow food in my allotment and garden. Today is the 14th of May 2020 and coming up a little later on I've got a bit of a book review about a book I bought last week called Indoor Edible Garden. But firstly what have I been up to today? Well first thing this morning I ventured out to a garden centre In fact, I went to two garden centres. Now, I heard on the grapevine that they had opened yesterday. And I didn't know whether to chance it yesterday, thinking they'd be very, very busy. However, the reports I was getting was that they weren't as busy as what people were expecting. So I thought I'd chance it today. And about nine o'clock this morning, I went into my local garden centre. Now, obviously, social distancing is still taking place and they are restricting the amount of people going in. But for me, there was no queue. I was pretty much straight in. Just a little chat with the manager outside who just said, make sure you social distance and follow the one way system. And also that garden centre that I was using said to use a trolley because that's how they're keeping an eye on the number of people going in and out, which is fine. So I went in. And straight away, the indoor section, which is always where we come to first, it looked pretty empty. Not many customers. I wasn't surprised because there was no queue outside. But I went straight to the outside area because I wanted to get some compost. And I know that's kept outside. And when I got outside, I can tell you I was surprised just how many customers there was it wasn't rammed it wasn't like we were falling over ourselves or unable to social distance I could still move around quite freely but there was quite a few people there and I was absolutely pleased to say the least now I got my compost and I brought a few more vegetable plants I gotta say I've missed a garden center the ability to go and buy these items when I wanted while they've been shut I know I've got a few things to say about garden centres because I'm not the biggest fan of them for various reasons. But the fact that today they were opened and I've recognised why I miss garden centres because that is where we go for the plants and for the gardening stuff. Not for the other bits of crap that they sell. Anyway, going off on a rant there that I should not get into. I'm going to save that for the 24-hour podcast. Now, after that first garden centre, I did pop to a second greenhouse and I brought a couple of raspberry plants while I was in there. And again, it was pretty much the same thing. Fairly easy to get into, social distancing, one-way systems, but overall, a very pleasant experience. So I came home and I had to do some admin work and getting ready for the 24-hour live podcast. That obviously is going ahead tomorrow, the 15th. Don't forget, Friday, 24-hour in aid of charity. After I fiddled around with that and got everything going I went into my back garden and I ran over all the ivy that my wife cut down at the weekend with my lawnmower and got that all into a compost bin now I know I probably shouldn't suggest running over everything with a lawnmower is the right thing to do but it is what I do the reason I do it is one it chops it up nice and small which when it goes into the compost bin means it can all fit in the compost bin and doesn't have to go to green waste collectors or anything I compost everything and it also heats up and it makes it very very quick to turn into compost that's why I do it and I know a few other people out there have been taken on my method and have found it works and I'm pleased to hear that I really am because I found it to be the best way for me to make compost 
Now, after that, I had to run around and check on all my plants, something I'm trying to do regularly at the moment, especially the ones that are not planted out just yet. They're still in their pots, but they are getting big, and some of them might need to be potted on before I get to plant them out. So I've got to keep a close eye on that and just see how they get on. Now, when I was in my greenhouse, I noticed my sweet corn tray. My sweet corn has pretty much all germinated, which I'm really pleased about because I'm really looking forward to growing sweet corn. And that's one of those plants that needs to get planted out in the next couple of weeks. But also in that tray, there was a few rows of a yellow scallop squash. Now, I had forgotten where I had potted these seeds, but today I noticed they have germinated which is great because that means they're going to grow and produce me some yellow scallop squash. Well, that kind of brings me up to with what I've been up to today. What about yourself? What have you been doing in your own allotment of garden? Please let me know in the comments. Well, last week when I was out in a supermarket doing my regular weekly shop, I happened to spot a book called Indoor Edible Gardening and I had to buy it. It was only £5.00. And I thought, you know what, even if it's just something to read or talk about on the podcast, it's money well spent. It's written by Zia Alloway and it is produced by DK. And what I love about this book is that it's made me really think more about what we could grow indoors. Now, I've always suggested growing microgreens or herbs indoors because they're nice and easy. And when I lived in a flat, I did grow some tomato plants and chilli plants indoors as well. But this has taken this up to another level. It's included pictures that just look attractive because of how they're stylized. So for instance, I'm looking at microgreens growing in muffin cases. And I like this idea because microgreens I've been growing quite a few of are pretty easy to harvest. They're pretty quick and a muffin case is probably about the right size for one serving. But what they're also using is a stack of plates that you would get afternoon tea served on. And they're using the muffins on each stack of those. Nice, easy, attractive and a talking piece and just makes things look a bit better. Now the first chapter in this book is about planning, which you would expect in any gardening book. How to plan your indoor edible garden. And it takes into account that not all houses are the same and it gives several different layouts of different houses and the way to think about it. Dicing it down into different zones, which I think once you read it, if you do read it, makes life easier just thinking about your own indoor garden. Now, as I'm scrolling through this book, I've come across a page called Oyster Mushrooms in 14 Days. And these are these cardboard kits that we can buy to grow mushrooms in. Unfortunately, with my mushroom allergy, that's not something I can do. But it's always something that I've wanted to do because I quite like the idea of being able to grow mushrooms. Now, I'm, I'm scrolling through and I'm into fruit and vegetables. And obviously, peppers and tomatoes in pots. That's an obvious thing. But what I've also done, and I quite like this, is using hanging baskets to grow tomatoes and herbs in indoors. Again, that's a great idea for making the use of good space. Other indoor plants such as tree tomatoes or tamarillo, other options that I just have never ever thought of. Wild strawberries is something I've never thought of growing indoors either, but I can see they would work. Now what I really like about this book is that it's taken pretty much plants that 
we all grow outdoors, or many of us grow outdoors, and it's brought them indoors, but it's not just taken the plants themselves, it's made everything about them attractive. There was something I did see in here about a using a cocktail trolley and dressing that up with some nice pots of herbs to make your own cocktails on right from that cocktail trolley. Again, this is just the thinking that I've never thought of. It's outside the box thinking for when you have not got enough space. Overall, I'm really, really impressed with this book. It takes edible gardening indoors with a really attractive feel to it and a a way to think about things differently. And right at the very end, we've got expert tips, which includes planning your indoor edible gardening year and choosing the right compost, aggregates, things like that. And these are the sort of things you would expect in any other book, and this is no different. My only complaint I have with this book is actually with the pictures. The pictures are very well done, don't get me wrong, but they're always taken in well-lit rooms. And we know that not every room can be like that. But I think this book does address the fact that not every room is well lit. So I highly recommend it. If it's on Amazon, I'll add a link to it in the show notes on the VegGrow Podcast website. And if you've got it or read it, tell me what you thought about it. Or if you're thinking of getting it, tell me what you think of it. Well, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening, as always. Now, if you want to email me, it's richard at theveggroundpodcast.co.uk or you can visit the website at theveggroundpodcast.co.uk or you can find me on social media. Just search for The Veggroundpodcast. Podcast. But for today, please take care. I'll see you again next time.